This is Alex Avila. The station you can count on for Twins Baseball is 1340 KDLM. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Hey, I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! And welcome into the KDLM Sports Wrap on the station you can count on, 1340 KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. That's right, we're still here. Well, I'm still here. Joel is still kind of in a in, in a self-imposed quarantine. He does not have coronavirus. He has an upper respiratory infection. Joel will be back on Monday. We have a, a policy here at KDLM now, and I feel like uh, every business should institute this. Is if you're feeling sick, stay home. I mean, <laughs> nobody's... Nobody's irreplaceable, right? We, we can we can we can put band aids on things. Uh, Carol is doing a fantastic job covering mornings while Joel is gone, and uh, stay home because if especially in radio where our job is to relay information and keep uh, all of you up to date on what's going on. If one of us gets sick and then passes it to everybody else, then we have an issue, and that's exactly what self quarantine with coronavirus is doing. Is it's limiting the spread. It's keeping other people. Safe, and that's what Joel is doing. So kudos, Joel, for not giving me your upper respiratory mucusy, coffee sneezy garbage that you've been telling me so much about via text. Here's what's coming up on the show today: uh, a huge name cut yesterday uh, to avoid paying him uh, guaranteed ten million dollars. There's a big name running back on the free agent market now. We'll get to some other other news. Uh, a big name traded away from the Detroit Lions yesterday. We've got some COVID-19 updates in the NBA, as well as the first big name player to have it. Uh, not, maybe, maybe not a player. First big name in the NFL to come out and say that he has contracted the coronavirus. Uh, we're going to call Corey Heppola in a little bit as well. Corey Heppola, of course, a, a Perm High School grad of 2000. Uh, he does 9 to noon on A3OWCCO, the flagship for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, he's been broadcasting. He, he, he's self-quarantined as well. He, he does his, uh, his 9 to noon show from his basement with his, his three kids. <laughs> and so we'll talk to Corey, see what's going on. We'll get his take on the way... Uh, the, the, the spring high school sports season, of course, uh, he, he still follows uh, Purim Yellow Jacket basketball very, very closely. Uh, he, he says he, he texts uh, Coach Cressa uh, almost daily. Uh, and we'll ask him about some Twins things as well and just get the general vibe of how things are down in the Twin Cities. Also going to have a, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play an interview uh, from Mike Grimm like we did yesterday. Today he has Craig Anderson on. Craig is the, uh, the MSHSL Coaches Association Executive Director uh, talking specifically about the uh, the high school softball and baseball season and how players uh, and coaches need to take an optimistic approach and create memories with teammates in new ways uh, that may not include practice and games. We'll get to that uh, coming up in the sports wrap as well. Let's rewind yesterday, specifically free agency in the NFL. Rewind time. Rewind. 
Another Vikings signing to announce. Maybe not a, a signing, a re-signing. They're bringing back Dan Bailey. The team announced yesterday they've re-signed their veteran kicker. He was fourth in the NFL last season with a 93.1 field goal percentage. Uh, some other news I don't think we got to yesterday. Mackenzie Alexander, gone. This is one guy that I would have loved to have back. Because if you, if you look at the, the Vikings' backfield right now, uh, the most defensive the defensive backfield, excuse me, uh, the most defensive snaps on the team last year was Harrison Smith. Second was Anthony Harris, who is likely to be traded. And then after that, the only, the next guy left is Mike Hughes. Had 500 defensive snaps. He's the next guy on the list. I would have loved to have Mac back. He signs a one-year, $4 million deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. We couldn't have po- ponied up four mil to keep Mackenzie Alexander on this team. Unreal. J. Ron Curse is gone as well. Uh, he there, the, he was not going to come back to the Vikings after his his DWI with the good the gun in the backseat thing that happened last year. Uh, just never found his way into the field. There was no way he was going to come back to the Vikings. He signs a one year, two million dollar deal with the rival Lions. We'll talk about why that is important coming up uh, in a little bit here. The big name that's available on the market right now: former NFL Offensive Player of the Year, running back Todd Gurley. Cut by the L.A. Rams yesterday, just minutes before uh, his $10 million salary for the season was about to become guaranteed. Uh, he signed a, a four-year, $60 million contract extension in June of 2018. Uh, he was the Offensive Player of the Year back in 2017. Uh, 2017, uh, Two-time All-Pro, uh, and, and the big story for him, much like we talked about David Johnson yesterday for the Arizona Cardinals, has been injuries. We, we remember seeing in the Super Bowl where, uh, oh, I forget the guy's name, Anderson was his last name. Uh, I forget, played for the Broncos forever. I'll find it later. Uh, was was getting the majority of the carries in that Super Bowl against the Patriots uh, where you have a, a, an explosive player like Todd Gurley. He's he's had rumors of, 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 uh, of arthritis in his knees and things like that. Uh, had a career low 1,064 yards from scrimmage last season. Uh, L.A. going to eat a, a lot of contract uh, by, by cutting Gurley and getting him off this team. Uh, $20 million in dead cap Money to put that in perspective, the Vikings for for the Stefan Diggs trade, they're going to eat about ten, eleven million dollars, nearly double that for Gurley. And so now the big question is, where is Todd Gurley going to go? Uh, I, I saw on Twitter last night where where Todd Gurley said this. He said, "Man, I just got fired on my day off," <laughs> which we've all been there, right? And so uh, the first guy to reply to Gurley or the first the first tweet there uh, was a, a a newly acquired receiver for the Buffalo Bills, one Stefan Diggs who says, I feel you, brah, and they continue to have a conversation. And uh, suddenly, Stefan Diggs recruiting Todd Gurley to come play with him in Buffalo, which would make an interesting case because they already have uh, Singletary. A Singletary-Gurley one-two punch would not be the worst thing to have for the Buffalo Bills. But, I mean, I've been wrong before. I have I love to make obscure predictions when it comes to the NFL. I don't think this one is obscure. I think this is, would be the best landing place for Todd Gurley. Because, let's see, I was wrong about uh, Rivers going to Indy. I was wrong about uh, Foles going to Chicago. I was wrong about Brady potentially yet going to Tampa Bay. I have, I have been wrong with basically every single offseason prediction that I have made. I, I said the Vikings would, would likely sign... Resign Mackenzie Alexander. That did not happen. Here's where I think that Todd Gurley lands. I think that Todd Gurley, at this time, let's say next week, Todd Gurley will be the newest member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
you get Ronald Jones the third, Todd Gurley, Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans on the offense. Now, now we've got a stew going with that offense in Tampa Bay, able to add a, a, a running back like Todd Gurley. He's not going to shoulder the entire load. He can share things. He can, he can he can work his way in and out of that offense, stay healthy, keep his legs under him. I think Tampa Bay would be the absolute best place for Todd Gurley to go. Because if, if L.A. is willing to cut him with two years left to eat $20 million in cap, uh, something's wrong. And they don't think that Todd Gurley... Uh, can shoulder a full NFL season workload anymore, especially uh, with with you know with, with the the playoffs expanding, with the new collective bargaining agreements, to a, a seventeen game schedule coming up not this season but the season after that. So one more game for for Todd Gurley. It takes it takes guts to to eat twenty mil in cap to get rid of a guy. But uh, they did that with with Todd Gurley. Here's some other NFL news from yesterday. Uh, the Eagles making a big splash. We talked about why uh, the Lions signing J. Ron Curse was a huge deal. Well, here's why. The Lions traded Darius Slay yesterday to the Eagles. The Eagles then signed him to a three-year, $50 million contract extension. Uh, Philadelphia gives a third and fifth round pick in this year's draft for Slay, uh, who was entering the final year of his contract. The Lions, uh, in addition to signing... Uh, J. Ron Curse also signed Desmond Trufant to a two-year $20 million, $21 million contract yesterday. And Trufant was a guy that I wanted in the draft. I forget what draft it was, but the, Falcon, the Falcons picked like two picks ahead of the Vikings, and they, uh, and they got Trufant. That was the guy that I wanted. Wouldn't have worked out either way. Uh, other NFL news, let's see. Uh, the Broncos, they're going to cut Joe Flacco. Uh, he, he started the first nine games for Denver last year, went on the IR with a neck injury that didn't require surgery. Uh, Drew Locke comes in and goes four and one for the for the Broncos in their final five games as a rookie. So uh, for 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 cutting Flacco, uh, going to save the the Broncos twenty three million dollars. We have the first person in the NFL who's come out and said they have the coronavirus, and uh, I don't think very many Vikings fans are going to feel too bad for this guy, uh, and maybe not many NFL fans in general. Uh, outside of the bayou, but it's uh, head coach of the New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton, the first guy to have uh, the coronavirus and kind of a walking coronavirus because this guy, I mean, there are so many, 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 many reasons for Vikings fans to flat out hate this guy from beginning with Bounty Gate and everything that uh, his team did to Brett Favre. I mean, the guy was suspended for a year. He was guilty, even though he he says uh, he had nothing to do with it. He admonishes guilt. Guilty. Suspended for a year. That'll always be a black mark on Sean Payton's record. You had uh, moments before the Minneapolis miracle, after the Saints erased that 20-point deficit, mocking Vikings fans with a skull chant, and then boom, Stephon Diggs, sidelines, touchdown. You have last year's NFC NFC playoff game uh, in overtime this time. Uh, The Vikings take the first drive, score a touchdown. New Orleans doesn't get a chance to have the ball. Uh, same way that Brett Favre never had a chance to have the ball in overtime against the Saints, even though back then all he needed was a field goal to win it. And so I, I feel like Sean Payton uh, on the field against the Vikings has more than than made up. Well, maybe not. What am I saying, idiot? Of course, it's, it's never going to take away the pain of what happened in 2009 because that was our year. Everything was lining up. But when can we start with this? stop with this karma thing for Sean Payton? 
I mean, the coronavirus, you, you can joke about Sean Payton having the coronavirus all you want. Maybe you're not, but I, I, I'm I, definitely going to. I'm going to do it. But at, at one point, I mean, there's there's things on the field that happen that we'd be like, ah, karma for what you did in 2009, but this is a serious health issue off of the field. So I'll be the one to say it. I'll, I'll put on my big boy pants. I wish Sean Payton all the best and hope for a speedy recovery from COVID-19. Uh, also wishing a speedy recovery potentially to Chris Sale, who's going to undergo Tommy John surgery, changing gears from the NFL uh, to MLB, the Red Sox lefty. Uh, he's he's 109 and 73 in 10 seasons, entering the second year of that six-year deal uh, worth $160 million. But here's the th- the thing is is with with COVID-19, uh, unless he has his surgery like today or tomorrow, he's not going to get his Tommy John surgery until uh, later. Because I, I know in the state of Minnesota, I'm not sure if other states have done this either, uh, elective surgeries cannot be done after 5 o'clock on Monday. Uh, that's one thing that Governor Tim Walls signed into effect yesterday. Executive order, uh, I believe we're on 2009 now is is where we're at. Uh, if, if Chris Sale were to have this Tommy John surgery in the state of Minnesota, he could not do it after 5 p.m. on Monday. And one thing that the Red Sox want, especially with with a shortened season, the Red Sox are expected to be absolute garbage this year. Just just give up on the year, have a healthy Chris Sale come back for 2021. But in order to do that, he's got to have the surgery, and he's going to have the surgery fast because it is a long recovery from Tommy John surgery where he might be back for spring training next spring if he gets this surgery done in the next couple days. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens with uh, with Chris Sale and the whole, you know, everything going on with, with COVID-19 and elective surgeries and, and, and non-life-threatening procedures. Tommy John surgery I don't think qualifies as a as a uh, as a life threatening procedure, career threatening maybe, but life threatening, no. Here's coming up the rest of the show. Next, we're going to have Corey Heppel a call. He's on eight three zero WCCO. Does nine to noon. He's graciously uh, taking a, a longer break on his show uh, to join us today. So we're going to call Corey Heppel. We're going to talk about uh, the Purim High School basketball season and the way that that ended, not just for Purim, but for 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 numerous teams across the state that weren't able to. Uh, to, uh, to make a run at the ultimate prize, and that's a state uh, championship. We're going to talk some twins, and we're going to talk about a very special birthday party that happened at WCCO Radio last Sunday. Uh, I'm going to ask him, uh, how banging was Sid Hartman's 100th birthday? We're talking to Corey Heppel next on The Wrap. Minnesota News Network, I'm Tasha Radel. State health officials say they're continuing to ask daycare facilities in Minnesota to remain open amid the COVID-19 pandemic. State Health Department's Chris Ayersman notes the guidance on staying home if you're sick applies to all ages. As a parent, if you have a child who's sick, they should not be sent to daycare. Um, but we are not asking child care to, to close. Minnesota does not have any coronavirus cases in children at this point. Minnesota State University Moorhead President Ann Blacker said in a letter a student self-reported their case of coronavirus to the dean of students' office. Blackhurst reminds students if they feel sick, seek medical attention, and follow social distancing. Twin Cities-based Compass Airlines is shutting down next month because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The carrier says its Delta-affiliated operations will end March 31st instead of later in the year as scheduled. This is MNN. Battery power made by steel. From trimmers and mowers to chainsaws and blowers, steel battery tools are exactly what you need to tackle your to-do list. 
Whether you need to maintain your yard or completely transform your landscape. Battery power made by steel. Steel is not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot. Always at a local steel dealer. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Lowe's and the Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Find money every time you do laundry with a propane clothes dryer. Propane dryers can save over 20% in energy costs compared with electric dryers. The efficiency and cost benefits are created by the propane dryer's higher heating capacity, shorter cycle times, and features like pilotless ignition. The lower-cost 110-volt circuit for a propane dryer can also supply the clothes dryer with power. And you avoid the cost of installing a 220-volt circuit for a standard-size electric dryer. Propane, the right energy right now. To learn more and find a dealer near you, visit discoverpropanemn.com. Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important, cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went, and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh, yeah, it works. Nothing has changed my life more. Well, except maybe my husband. He's so proud of me. Makes me cry. Because of coronavirus, the seminar is now online, live with America's hypnotist, Mark Patrick, in the comfort and safety of your living room. The live online seminar for the greater Detroit Lakes, Minnesota area will be held live Wednesday, April 1st. Register now, only for $49.99, guaranteed at markpatrickseminars.com. The all-new Lakes Area Radio app is here. I love the app. And we're giving you the chance to win $2,500 from Carvinans and a year's supply of wine from Seven Sisters Spirits. Thank you. Oh, my God. So you can wine and dine while you listen to your favorite latent broadcasting radio station. To win, text APP to 847-2001 or search Lakes Area Radio in the App Store. Then create your account and you're instantly registered to win. Only from the all-new Lakes Area Radio app and this latent broadcasting station. Warm up with a delicious meal from Dairy Queen Grill and Chill in Detroit Lakes. Try the new sauced and tossed sweet and tangy sesame chicken strip basket. Then satisfy your sweet tooth with the blizzard of the month, Mint Oreo. It's delicious, but if mint isn't your thing, no worries. Enjoy your favorite blizzard flavor or ice cream treat. Don't forget about your family, friends, and coworkers. Treat everyone to a Dairy Queen ice cream cake or treats a pizza. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill, McKinley Plaza, Detroit Lakes. School Sports with Charlie Newland on your radio home for the Lakers. KDLM, Detroit Lakes. Thanks for having me. Good to good to connect. Yeah, it's, it's, we're we're excited to have you on. So, uh, first off, a topic this last week or so is has been COVID nineteen. Businesses are closing, events are postponed. Uh, no, no, coming out of a, a, a the more metro community, uh, your work life has also been turned upside down a, a little bit at WCCO, where they're not letting you go back to the radio station. You have to broadcast live from your basement. Is that correct? 
Yeah, yeah. I will say, first off, I'm very thankful to have a job. I'm very thankful to have the employer that I have that, that is really with all the employees are taking, uh, you know, the, the, this seriously and our health first. And, and we're able to, with our jobs, broadcast um, remotely then. So I'm just set up in the basement. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's quiet, man. It is quiet down here. I actually had to go for a run. Uh, the other day and just try to get some things from target and it's it's eerie there's just there's not a lot of traffic there's not a lot of stuff happening i saw yesterday you were doing the show live uh with your kids i do a pre-recorded christmas show with my seven and four year old every year and even pre- yeah. re- pre-recorded it's a disaster i couldn't imagine going live with them but they did a pretty good job yesterday uh, thank you well you know how it is you're in it and this age is um it's actually incredibly fun mm-hmm. um you know we've got three all within a 17 month span um, and so they're five and, and close to four. And it's, uh, that's the thing is my oldest is he's kind of like me where he's, he's pretty outgoing. And, and then the twins are one of the, our youngest twin uh, girl. She is, uh, she kind of likes to, um, model herself after her oldest brother. And then the other twin boy likes to kind of be the opposite. Mm-hmm. So I think together it brings up a, a unique dynamic. And, you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that or not because of that. Are people at home going to? But always their purpose is, are they going to get something from what we talk about? But mm-hmm. like what I've found is that most people are like, you know, with all that's going on to take like three, four, five minutes and just put a human stamp on it. It yeah. like actually kind of makes you smile. And so I, we're going to probably keep it up. And plus, I probably can't keep them out of there anyway. Cause it's, just, <laughs> it's pretty chaotic at home. Yeah, they're, they're radio famous now. So they want their airtime. Right. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. And they're absolutely. He would. They don't want to put the mic down. And then they're like, "Well, can we put the video on?" So they got, you know, we got the Facebook Live going too at Corey Eppola. So it's pretty funny. We're joined by Corey Eppola. Does nine to noon on eight three zero WCCO in Minneapolis. So give us nothing about you. What's happened to Corey Eppola since graduating from Perm High School? Oh man, yeah. Uh, so I graduated in, in two thousand. So uh, celebrating number twenty now already. Um, this, this, I guess this spring, um, kind of had a, uh, you know, a long media career, went to Concordia in Moorhead, you know, the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and just, uh, you know, I, I got into TV early there and, um, and so I did TV around the country by, uh, you know, in different cities and, um, uh, and States. So I was in uh, Fargo for a while and then Montana and then upstate New York in a couple of different cities. And then in Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas, before coming back home to CARE, which I was there for almost four years, and, and then transitioned to WCCO um, about a year and a half ago. So, uh, uh, of course, Perham High School, class of 2000. Uh, you can't mention Perham High School without mentioning basketball. And, of course, Dave Cressa picked up his 600th win this past season. Uh, a season cut short of a state tournament by this COVID-19. Yeah. They were supposed to play Fergus Falls uh, in the section championship game, uh, but that didn't happen. So I, I know there's petitions out there to continue the basketball season, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Uh, putting a, a lighter spit on things, what's your favorite memory as a Perm Yellow Jacket? Man, uh, I have a lot. So I guess it'll start with um, it'll start with the state dress up. I remember the day because my my when I was in seventh grade, Perm. We have to remember, Perm was horrible in basketball for decades. Um, they had never gone to a section title game, let alone state tournament. And the year I was in seventh grade, and we went one in twenty-two. And I remember that summer there was like a camp or something, and they brought in this uh, young head coach. He's very skinny and 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 they brought him in they're like that's a new head coach and he was uh very positive 
and had this voice that I just will never forget. And still here in my dreams tonight, him uh, yelling at me to this day. <laughs> but um, he, I, he was somebody, uh, Dave Cressup, that I didn't know at the time, but would become um, a dear friend and a, a mentor in, in not only in basketball, but in my life. And I just, I, I visually remember that day. Um, but there's so many, there's so many good memories. I think, you know, he turned that one win program into within a couple of years, we had won 15 games, you know, and then we won 17 my senior year, which was the most I think permit ever had ever won up until that point. And obviously he's gone and taken this program that didn't believe they could ever even compete at a state level. And now been down here four times and maybe even a fifth this year if, if things hadn't been cut short. And uh, it's just incredible. It's incredible what this guy has done and what, and what I will add to what he's meant to the community too. And, and he isn't, not only is he the a hall of fame coach and I've told him when you get in, in introduced and in, uh, introduced into the Minnesota sports hall of fame, let me introduce you. I'd love to do that. <laughs> But he will be, but he's a Hall of Fame person and Hall of Fame teacher, too. He's a great teacher. You mentioned uh, Perm basketball being cut short. Uh, another season being cut short is the Twins. Of course, WCCO, the flagship of yeah. Twins baseball this year. The season was supposed to start uh, less than a week. Next Thursday, Twins are supposed to open in Oakland, but, of course, with COVID-19, that's not going to happen. Uh, could be May. Some GMs anticipating we're not going to see uh, professional baseball till. Totally all-star break-ish in, in mid-July. Uh, what, what's the general vibe around CCO concerning the Twins and their shortened season right now? Well, it stinks. I mean, it stinks. Yeah, and it does. Twins, <laughs> and and it, not just for us, but I, for this whole state. Um, the Twins are going to compete for a World Series this year, and so it just it stinks. Like, I mean, they, the Twins coming off a 101-win season, now coming into this season, adding um, an MVP in Josh Donaldson, adding... Uh, another starter and Kenta Maeda. This is this is their year, and um, so hopefully. But look, like in the scheme of things, right now, I mean, we just we have to take care of of our people in this country, and in the scheme of things, like there are there are small town businesses, there are small businesses here in the cities, there's small town businesses everywhere that are really struggling. There are people who are sick. There are people who are are dying. In the scheme of things, we have to remember. The focus, which should be on this coronavirus, which is an unprecedented pandemic that we in our lifetimes have never dealt with and hopefully never have to deal with again. But no, I mean, it, it stinks. We're trying to fill up, you know, what would we, okay, we'd have a twins game there. What are we doing for content? And, mm-hmm. and, um, but, but, you know, like fans across the state are robbed of a World Series run here so far. Yeah, uh, the good news is the home run record we set last year is is, is more than likely going to be safe because I don't think anyone's going to hit 307 <laughs> yeah. home runs in in half a season. The one thing that I, I was crossing my mind is is the trade deadline with the Twins potentially being or expected to be World Series contenders this year. More than likely, would have been buyers at the trade deadline. And you look at that rotation. We know that it's going to be Barrios. We know that it's going to be Odorizzi. We know it's going to be Maeda. And after that, some question marks. You've got Michael Pineda, who has to miss 39 or so games because of his uh, suspension from last year. That's going to that moves from from the first month of the season to potentially like 60 percent of the season with no big Mike. Yeah. And then into the rotation, you got Rich Hill, Randy Dobnak, and, and Homer Bailey guys that could fill out that four-five spot. Uh, do you think the Twins or or, or anybody in general going to be that active to give a, a bunch of key prospects for somebody at a shortened trade deadline for only like three, four, maybe five weeks on the roster? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. You know, that is a great question. And I, I, I mean, 
Major League Baseball, along with all the sports, are trying to figure out what this looks like or what it might look like. I, I mean, it's so hard to project. Like, when would baseball resume? Like, I've I've heard rumors June or July. I mean, you're, you're right. If that's the case, then then is there a trade deadline? You know, do, mm-hmm. do they even have a trade deadline? Or if it is, is it September? And then to your point, like, okay, so then then what? Are you just trading for a higher arm? And and then how does that affect the dynamics of a clubhouse where? a month in and then all of a sudden you have new, you know, a month left in the season. You just have new, new players. I mean, those are all great questions that I don't think we truly have the answers for yet. Uh, one final question uh, concerning Sid Hartman turning 100 years old uh, earlier this week. Did he stop by the station for his, for his hundred birthday? Or did they make him work from home that day? Yeah, no, it was, uh, they had a huge like 10 hour blowout, um, with all his close personal friends. and That's a huge party. If it's all of his close personal friends, that's a big party. A huge party. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't get everybody in the studio. But, yeah, so he turned 100 on uh, Sunday. Um, just incredible. I mean, just incredible what he's done. Um, and how many people he he's connected to. I mean, you being in the business, I mean, when you think about it, it, it's incredible. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, I've got, like, a, a small Rolodex. I'm like, oh, I know some of these people. And he knows everybody from like every every decade and can just get it's uh you know and i think that's why people are just they've got a lot of respect for what he's accomplished and um and to make it to 100 and still be working is something yep still going strong Corey, if someone wants to follow you uh and keep up to date with what's going on in the twin cities and, and wcco uh what's the best way they can yeah. do that uh, appreciate it zeke it's been fun to catch up uh, yeah. at Corey heppola on twitter um, Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same, just C-O-R-Y-H-E-P-O-L-A. So Corey Heppola on all those platforms, that's the best way to do it. Um, and, yeah, we, you know, I'm pretty active, so it's a good way to follow. Awesome. Corey Heppola does 9 to noon midday, or 9 to noon on uh, 830-WCCO down in Minneapolis. Corey, thanks so much for joining us. You take care down there. Same, same to you. Thanks for having me on. Coming up next on the Sports Ramp, we're going to have a conversation between Mike Grimm and Craig Anderson. He's the MSHSL Baseball Coaches Association Executive Director, uh, talking about uh, things that, that players and coaches can do during the COVID-19 outbreak. That's next on The Wrap. I'm Ari Wolf of NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Sean Payton has tested positive for COVID-19. Saints Super Bowl winning head coach announced his diagnosis on Thursday. He said he wasn't feeling good over the weekend. He took the test Monday and got the results Thursday. Peyton texted NFL Network Steve Weiss that he currently is already feeling better. Also Thursday, the former NFL Offensive Player of the Year, Todd Gurley, cut by the Rams. Los Angeles needed to decide before an additional $10.5 million of his contract became fully guaranteed at 4 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. Gurley wasn't the only move made by the Rams. L.A. also cut linebacker Clay Matthews. Matthews only played one season with the Rams, starting 13 games and recording eight sacks. And the Eagles bolstered their secondary and traded with the Lions, who acquired Darius Slay in exchange for third and fifth round picks in this year's draft. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. 
Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record 10 years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. During this series of daily devotions on KDLM, we're going to continue our focus on the Book of Acts by examining various topics that occur repeatedly through this exciting book. With today's study, here's Barry Schoder. Christianity is unique in that the one after whom it is named claimed to be God, taught that there was a resurrection to come and that life does not end at the grave. And then he proved it by coming back to life after dying on the cross and being buried and entombed for three days. This event was foretold precisely in many places in the Old Testament even including Psalm 22:16, which details the piercing of his hands and feet. During his earthly ministry, Jesus informed his disciples that he would die and rise again. They didn't believe him. They couldn't believe him until it happened. But when it happened, when he appeared to them after his crucifixion, everything changed in them and their message to their world. God raised Jesus from the dead. He's alive. They believed it so absolutely that 10 of them died for their belief rather than deny it. So what's your response to that message, listener? Do you believe it? To what extent? Are you willing to die for it? Now's a good time to settle that in your heart, for the day may come when you'll have to take that kind of a stand. For more information or to hear other devotions from Barry, visit kdlmradio.com and look for daily devotions on the On Demand tab. Daily Devotions brought to you at 9, noon, and 5 by the Church of Detroit Lakes. This is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking. I lost 70 pounds and my friend lost 20 pounds in the first two months. Because of coronavirus, the Mark Patrick Seminar is now online live with America's hypnotist Mark Patrick in the comfort and safety of your living room. The live online seminar for the greater Detroit Lakes, Minnesota area will be held live Wednesday, April 1st. Register now for only $49.99 guaranteed at MarkPatrickSeminars.com. Sapphire Sushi Hibachi and American Cuisine is now on offering curbside service and delivery until they're able to open again for dine-in services. You can still enjoy your favorite made-to-order sushi with the freshest ingredients, mouth-watering hibachi, roasted chicken, and so much more. In fact, you'll receive a free order of fried rice with every curbside and delivery order. Call 844-0220 to place your order. Now serving curbside. Highway 10 East, Detroit Lakes. The station you can count on. Streaming live at KDLMRadio.com. 1340 KDLM Detroit Lakes. Katie Lem, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the Sports Wrap. This portion of the broadcast brought to you 
uh, by the Lakes Area Radio app. Remember, download the Lakes Area Radio app right now and bring Lakes Area Radio with you wherever you go. Uh, specifically, KDLM, we get you uh, updates on uh, not just coronavirus news, but anything else going on uh, in the Lakes Area. But uh, the, you can go to KDLMRadio.com or download that Lakes Area Radio app for breaking coronavirus news. Uh, you can listen to sports on there as well. Contests. Stay, stay in touch to, to your favorite uh, personalities here on KDLM. Podcasts available. And how about this? When you download the Lakes Area Radio app, uh, create an account, and you're automatically entered to win tw- all, uh, a $2,500 shopping spree to Carvedens in Purim, plus a year supply of wine from Seven Sisters Spirits. We're going to draw one lucky name out of those uh, uh, those users on Monday, May 4th. So make sure you're listening Monday, May 4th. If you get that account taken care of, you can win 2500 bucks and a year supply of wine from Seven Sisters Spirits by downloading the Lakes Area Radio app. You can find it on, on iTunes and Google Play, or you can do this. You can text the word APP, A-P-P, to 847-2001, and that'll send you uh, a link from the, the KDLM text club part by Carvins and Carvins.com with a direct download link to the Lakes Area Radio app. With high school sports uh, hanging in the balance right now, we're not sure if we're going to have a, a spring season or not. We heard uh, Mike Grimm talk with Terry Sadler uh, yesterday uh, about that and what what teams can do. Because right now, uh, as things stand right now, we are planning on having a, a high school baseball season uh, unless we hear otherwise, unless this COVID-19 thing goes past. I think April 6th was the day uh, that, that there cannot be any organized team practices. Don't quote me on that. It's right around April 6th or something like that. Uh, so they talked to, uh, to to Terry Sadler. He's the MSHSL uh, Coaches Association president. Uh, today we have an interview with Mike Grimm and Craig Anderson. Craig Anderson is a baseball coach uh, in uh, Pine Island. And what they talk about this time, uh, Craig is the, uh, the MSHSL Coaches Association executive director. And they talk about, because one of the big things when it comes to, to, to sports, high school sports uh, especially, I still ha- have a lot of communication from, from, from my teammates from high school, is the camaraderie and and the memories and 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 what uh, what teams can do to to keep that camaraderie even though they're not uh, in the dugout they're not in the locker room uh, what 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 can they do to create memories with teammates even though they're not having practices and games pretty good interview with Mike Grimm talking with Craig Anderson uh, from yesterday you've been in the position that these coaches are now trying to be in but maybe never in a spot quite like this um put your coaching cleats on one time here and tell me how might you handle this situation now with your team knowing that the future the immediate future of your season is uh, in limbo here well mike uh, good talking to you uh, and you know unfortunately it's about the situation we're uh, confronted with with the with this virus um uh, you know, I did have a little opportunity to be involved with the Pine Island program uh, that I used to be head coach of for 40 years as a volunteer. And we just encouraged our athletes at the last practice, take your gear home. If there are some rulings by the State High School League and, uh, and the Minnesota Department of Health, if you have your equipment home, maybe you can, uh, you know, do some stretching on your own, do some conditioning. If you've got a sibling that you could play catch with, make sure that it's safe um you know you can try to maintain whatever uh conditioning that we were able to gain through that optional week and then if the season should be allowed to continue then you know they could use that conditioning to be ready 
but uh, knowing full well that their safety is our number one concern. And, um, you know, we told them that, that, uh, hey, we're hoping the season will continue, but if not, uh, your health and the safety of your family is our number one priority. Craig, are you talking with coaches or hearing from coaches around the state in, in terms of what kind of things they're telling their team or what challenges as well, um, you know, they're, they're trying to uh, to get past here with all of this? Well, I, I'm mainly hearing from uh, members of our advisory board and executive board because, again, we want to make sure that we are advocates for our sport, but at the same time uh, we're honest with the coaches and, and keep in mind that, again, the safety of our athletes is is number one. Uh, we never want to put that ahead of, uh, you know, getting in baseball games. Uh, when it comes to long-term health, that, that obviously takes priority over any game that we, we might play. Uh, but uh, so far, I think the coaches just know that they're going to work with their local uh, school district and uh, listen for direction from the Minnesota State High School League. And when we are given the okay, if given to uh, resume, we'll do the best job of getting our kids in, in good condition, make sure their arms are prepared, and you know maybe reduce some innings along the way and then start our season and do the best we can. And, uh, Mike, I think you, you growing up in Iowa and um, myself being a Minnesota lad, we've all played in some extreme conditions in, in the spring, so we know how to how to adapt and make adjustments on the fly. No doubt. Yeah. So you get a few snow outs early, you might have to play five games in five days. So that part of it is, um, is, is certainly something that coaches would have experience with. I would think if they have to cram a schedule in a tight window, um, from a, from a mental standpoint, you know, coaches, you know, can talk about training, keep the arm in shape, you know, go jogging, play catch with your brother, whatever it might be. But how about mentally? Um, I would think some coaches might, might, uh, have to play part psychologist with this too, in terms of uh, trying to keep guys guys engage isn't the right word but i'm you think about some of these seniors who really for their whole life have loved baseball and their last year of competition might be in jeopardy here how do you mentally try to keep guys um you know from from going over the edge so to speak yeah well i i think uh, one we we are going to count on those those seniors to kind of set the the standard for the rest of the team um, as painful as it might be if they were not able to complete their season, they've got to be the grown-ups on the team and help uh, the coaching staff sell that, hey, there are things more important than playing baseball. And, uh, you know, there will be future seasons, and the kids are really love it. We're, we're sure hoping that this season isn't a washout. But, uh, you know, I think through our uh, uh, boys of summer, you know, that the Twins had uh, – town ball series shows that baseball doesn't just end at high school and if you've got a real passion for it you might have that opportunity to represent your hometown um, whether it be maybe legion ball or uh, representing your community out there on the diamond Uh, um, you know so there is that option that there is baseball after high school but uh, certainly uh, we would hope that the kids would understand that again they're Health is our number one concern, and uh, we're waiting for the medical experts to tell us it would be with uh, the appropriate caution that we'd be able to play and and then continue playing baseball. Um, So, yeah, I I think we will have to be 
uh, psychology uh, majors in a way and work with these athletes. If they aren't able to play, there'll be a few tears shed, but in the long uh, term, I think they'll know that uh, their safety is our, our highest priority. And then in, in addition to that, we always hear coaches talk about the idea that, that sports is a teacher of lessons in life. And um, I, I would think that these young men and, and, and in the case of softball and track and golf and what other activities they might be involved in here this spring, that uh, they are learning uh, quite a life lesson here, huh? Oh, absolutely. And, um, you know, we're all in this together because uh, uh, those winter athletes, they were right at the uh, pinnacle of, you know, state championship for girls basketball. I know that the state speech was just around the corner. And then, of course, the premier teams were uh, showcasing their talent either in the section finals or upcoming section finals and uh, will not be able to showcase that. And here baseball, we were um, in all our spring activities. We were just getting into that first week and uh, developing that camaraderie and all that kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and I guess uh, now they'll just have to relay uh, all the good times that they've had uh, in the past. And um, if it is not to happen, you know, the, the rest of the spring where we cannot continue uh, those friendships and bonds that they made as athletes and teammates, that'll go on forever. And, uh, you know, certainly the sacrifice that they may have to make this year, they'll realize that uh, um, it's it, it's pretty insignificant compared to the safety of their family members and the, those members in the community that um, are living amongst them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a huge... Uh, opportunity for all of us to rally around one another while keeping a distance and i think um, that that brings out the best we think in athletes and coaches and community members um, who share that that special bond when you when you have your community together involved in athletics um, community plays what have you well, very good, Craig. Uh, great info. Uh, we sure appreciate the time, and uh, let's hope we uh, get on the ball, Diamond, uh, here at some point. But obviously uh, public uh, health and player health and coach health and everything else is uh, is most uh, important now. Absolutely, and uh, we appreciate everything the Minnesota State High School League has done. You know, I know uh, the safety of, of everybody involved is their number one priority. Governor Walls being a former coach, uh, these people want our activities to continue as much as anybody but again the safety of the public is our top priority so we support them all the way and we'll be ready to strap them on and get after it when given the go go ahead but if not um, we will support that too very good we appreciate it you uh, have a great rest of the week okay thanks mike okay you got it thanks coach we appreciate it Can't wait. it's finger looking good so we dude all right, can't wait, Bowman. First of all, if you want to go back and listen to any portion of today's broadcast, uh, I'm breaking down NFL for agency, our interview with Corey Heppola, and then Mike Grimm's interview with Craig Anderson, which we just heard. Uh, you can find us uh, on our podcast page online at kdlamradio.com. You can go back and listen to the Sports Trap anytime, anywhere. Also available on the brand-new Lakes Area Radio app. 
So here's what we got coming on uh, broadcast schedule-wise. Uh, we had a, a quick amendment to our programming yesterday where instead of Laker wrestling against Foley, we actually had the 1979 NCAA Men's Basketball Championship game Michigan State versus Indiana State, of course, uh, the first of many Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird games. So we had that last night. Tonight, we are going to have Laker State wrestling against Foley starting at 7 o'clock. You can listen to each and every match in its entirety. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to have uh, a best of go for football. It's going to be the Penn State game uh, from last November to get the Vikings, not the Vikings, to get the Gophers undefeated uh, after knocking down, uh, I believe it was number five, Penn State, number four, number five at some point. And here's what's coming up uh, Monday is we've been given the go ahead by, by the Minnesota Twins to do this, and we could not be more excited is starting Monday for the next two weeks from Monday, we are going to air uh, a game from each of the Twins World Series championship runs. We'll have games one through seven beginning next Monday, March 23rd. Uh, Then after the the 87 games are wrapped up, we're going to play all seven games from the 1991 World Series. So there will be some form of of Twins baseball. And this is like the, like the, the Twins broadcast. This is Herb Carneal and John Gordon uh, calling... Uh, plays by by Kirby Puckett and Kent Herbeck and Gary Gaetti and strikeouts from Frank Viola and Burt Blylevin and Jack Morris and Scotty Erickson. This is going to be good. That begins Monday, Game 1 of the 1987 World Series against the St. Louis Cardinals at uh, 7 o'clock beginning on Monday. That's right for the Sports Tramp. We're back in on Monday as well, about 9.15 right here on the station. You can count on 1340 KDLM, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Off the record with Zeke begins after CBS News.